Welcome to another episode of Fort Riley, the podcast. My name is Colleen McGee and I'm with the Garrison Public Affairs team. And today I got a chance to go out with Mike Halk and count birds. Little did I know that that's actually a holiday time frame tradition for the staff of the environmental branch of the Department of Public Works at Fort Riley. This kind of all started with the uh, Christmas bird counts. The Audubon Society has been doing this for a hundred and like almost 125 years. Wow. Um, of of Christmas bird counts that they do, and they do that each year, and they set it up. It's nationwide. So, and we picked we picked up on it, and they so there's a Kansas Ornithological Society, and it's kind of a, a neat group because it's professionals scientists, but yet there's birders, there's a lot of civilians mixed in there, and they've, they've uh, picked up on that, and they have their Christmas bird counts here in Kansas, and so I think there's probably between 30 or 40 statewide, and so they usually have a date uh, mid-December through mid-January for the bird counts, so you'll hear, you'll hear Christmas bird count or winter bird counts kind of the same thing. KOS, the Kansas Ornithological Society, they, uh, I'm not sure how many years they've been doing it, but it's probably been 50 years or so that they've, at least, that they've been so doing it. So how long have we been doing this at Fort Riley? So we've been doing it over 20 years. So um, we've been doing it for a while. So when we do this, it's kind of a, it's a fun day for us because we're going out and we're birding. We're, we, we split up into groups and you're recording your, your time in the field, uh, your your miles by whether it's by foot or by vehicle, because you get a lot. A lot of guys will get windshield time in where they're just driving around, up, especially up north, uh, covering a lot of miles. Um, and then we we calculate all those all that in at the end, um, and then how many birds we're looking for, you know, di- different bird species and the and the numbers that we're picking up. And in the winter time, we have resident birds that stay here all winter long. Uh, and then we have a lot of migrants coming in from the north, too, that we'll pick up on, see what birds we're, we're seeing that come in from, whether it's the up north in the Dakotas or the one, one several that come down from Canada. We uh, uh, just compile those numbers, so it kind of gives us an idea of what birds are, are coming through this time of the year. And so we, we kind of have to pick a date, um, and, and most of the the KOS has a, a list of all the their bird counts, and they're spread out through just about every weekend, you know, from from now through the middle of uh, January. But um, we today, I think we'll have eight eight different groups going out. So we get and they're from where are they all from? Well, they're 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 from the environmental office. Okay. So it, it's all our biologists, and then a few extra. Uh, well, I think even the the supervisors going out for a little while and helping out. So um, mainly now we will get volunteers, you know, come in every once in a while uh, from the outside, usually from uh, members of the KOS, um, and we get a few volunteers from upstairs in the compliance section. When some of the people go, they'll take their spouse or something with them, and so we do get a couple of. Uh, volunteers that way. It's not quite like the herpetological survey where we get uh, we invite a whole bunch of people in. We might do that one of these times, but we kind of, it's always hard with birds because um, a lot of times birds are just 
hard to identify on the, especially when they're moving around so much. Because <laughs> I bet there's sometimes uh, when I'm out, I might only identify 50% of the when you have hundreds of sparrows out in front of you, you know, and there's there, there's several different species, and and they're not stopping for you. To, right. to give you a good Yo. good view, yeah, you're you're like, yeah, I can't. You're not counting those because you're not identifying them. But uh, uh, but yeah, we get a lot of species that are look similar. So, so on there. average, when you do this, uh, knowing that you can't identify them all, mm-hmm. how many different species are here in in the winter? There's there's a lot. Um, anywhere from. 40 to 70 different species, wow. I would say, on a on average. So one of the reasons I was really interested in this is we've been having some mild days. That, uh-huh. that, so the idea of getting families outside to go do stuff, if they, you know, knowing that there's this variety out there waiting to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of and it's kind, of, it's kind of fun because um, you'll get out there and, and sometimes you'll go, sometimes you can go quite a while without seeing any birds. They they tend to be grouped up a lot of times. Like there'll be certain areas where they're, uh, like if they've been roosting overnight, and then they'll move to areas where they're feeding and stuff. Areas around um, if there's open water, especially when it's really cold, you know, everything's frozen up. I, t- I tend to go to where there's springs and stuff, where there's any open water, the river sometimes if it's open, because uh, those birds will congregate around that, that open water at certain times of the day, and it's kind of... Kind of neat because then you're you're sitting there and you could sit there for an hour and start and get so many different species. The other good thing about having all the groups we have is we can spread out across the entire installation and cover all the different habitat types too. Is what we want to do. Like um, we're going to be down along the river, so we're we're primarily you know we're going to pick up bald eagles, uh, uh, waterfowl species that are on the river uh, there may be a shorebird the shorebirds are usually gone by now but if it's been mild enough sometimes there's just some stragglers that are still hanging around we might pick up some killdeer that are still hanging around on the on the sandbars or something there's other people that are going to be in more heavily wooded areas uh, we're going to be in heavily wooded of course with the riparian area along the river um, picking up a lot of woodpecker species um, i'm hoping today we see a um, we have a lot of woodpecker species, but the pileated woodpecker is something that people don't aren't familiar with, and they're they're a big woodpecker, uh, and they're becoming more and more common. Their populations are are spreading. It's almost the size of a crow. It's a pretty good sized woodpecker. When they when you see them flying, uh, it's pretty impressive. They look like a little pterodactyl flying around. Some of the guys will be up north in our grassland areas, and they'll be looking for some. Uh, unique or uh, different species up in those areas, like uh, prairie chickens, and and uh, sometimes they'll pick up prairie falcons and and different uh, raptor species. A lot of different raptors up there. We compile this, and then we actually um, share that information too with the the uh, Audubon. Uh, we usually send our results into the Audubon so they could use that in their and also the KOS. So there you have it. Make a new family tradition and go out and help count birds. You can look at the Kansas Ornithological Society webpage to find out where and when 
their bird counts are, or you and your family could just go out and see how many different species you can identify. To help you, there are several bird identification apps, as well as books that you could check out from the Fort Riley Library. And from the Fort Riley team to your family, happy holidays. This will be our last episode for 2023. We look forward to seeing you next year for Fort Riley, the podcast. Summer, the big, big.